it's a little novel to me, but it seems like we've basically put brains in a motor controller. So that's probably why you guys call them the smart motor controllers, huh? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the McNaughton McKay podcast, your electrical connection. Each episode, we meet with an industry expert to tackle real issues in manufacturing. Join your host, Austin Davidson, to get the latest scoop on automation products and solutions. Today, I'm joined by Randy Langer. He is a project engineer with Rockwell Automation and is going to be helping us build the motor control playbook. So can you give us a, a brief overview of uh, your experience and tenure at Rockwell Automation? Sure. I've been with Rockwell Automation for uh, almost 27 years, and approximately 20 years of that has been uh, focused on designing, developing, and assisting with the application of the motor soft starter products, the SMCs, or smart motor controllers. Yeah, so we're going to walk through kind of the different versions of motor control from, from say, most basic to most complex and develop, uh, like I said, kind of a playbook of when to use what where or what kind of standard rules to follow. So I'd like to start with just kind of the, the original version, if you will, the across the line uh, three component starter is what a lot of people refer to them as but the standard uh, contactor overload and uh, circuit breaker starter. Uh, now, Randy, we, we tend to see this, I believe, as the cheapest option and kind of quick and dirty, uh, but it's something that's deployed quite often, is it not? Yes, it is. As you mentioned, it, it is the cheapest option. Uh, it's the, it basically, it's across the line starting. It's a simple control, simple just start the motor, option with the uh, and with the overload you get your your motor protection uh, it is uh it is the cheapest option but it also can have some downsides okay so obviously it's it's the most economic when you can use it but what kind of downside should we be aware of the uh, when you start a motor across the line there's a very high inrush current that occurs uh, that also turns into a high starting torque uh, high starting torque can be noticed in things like if it's a belt-driven application where there's belts between the motor and the, the load that it's running, uh, that high torque can cause those belts to slip or squeal and can cause mechanical stress to the entire, to the system. Essentially, we're hitting it from zero to 100 immediately. And what we're doing there, pulling the maximum amount of current that we can allow through uh, and that's where it starts to cause these issues like the, uh, the, the water hammer that people might be familiar with uh, in the pipes in their house, right? Yes, yes. Water hammer can be another uh, phenomenon in pumping systems due to across the line starting and stopping where the pump is basically just started and stopped based on that contactor opening and closing and can cause a lot of stress to the system causing that, that water hammer. You might notice it in your house if you turn off a faucet and then you hear the pipes bang or rattle. That's uh, that's the phenomenon called water hammer. And in industrial applications on the large scale, that can cause uh, a lot of stress on the system and cause things to break down if it's bad enough. Yeah, obviously, it, it seems like a fairly common phenomenon in the house, and it doesn't seem to cause that many issues. But 
uh, I am sure like you alluded to on a much larger scale that can cause all sorts of issues. So the across the line starter is going to be the most economic way to control and protect a motor. But say you run into these situations where we cannot handle something like water hammer, or we don't want to wear the system down uh, or whatever other reason, uh, what is our next option? The next step in this, in the motor starter portfolios are to go to a reduced voltage starter, uh, sometimes also called a soft starter. Uh, Rockwell Automation Smart Motor Controllers or SMCs are, are such a product line that would be in this category. So with soft starters, typically what we're trying to do with the current is we're trying to ramp it so that we don't just give the full amount of inrush current right off the bat, right? Correct. Uh, soft starters typically have a couple of different ways of starting. Uh, one is called soft start, where we ramp the voltage and thus the current to the motor uh, over a controlled time. And then we also have current limit options where you can set in a current limit, which helps with keeping electricity rates down because you're limiting how much current you're actually drawing from the grid. Current limit can also help with preventing lights from dimming or flickering in a factory. If you have a central air conditioning in your home, you may actually notice that same phenomenon. When the system starts, you may notice your lights dim because a lot of times that is an across the line start. So so we mentioned obviously the lights dimming from high inrush current. And then we also mentioned the water hammer example. And again, household, maybe not a big deal. Uh, on the plant floor or on a larger scale, is that something that the SMCs can help prevent? Yes, the SMCs have a pumping option available where we have a pump start and a pump stop. Uh, the pump start will help get the water moving and keep it smooth at, during acceleration. And then the, the pump stopping algorithms help with, by slowing the pump down in a manner such that it's, it's controlling the flow into the pipe as it slows down such that we can keep control of the valves that are, the, are on these systems so that they close very softly. And instead of just interrupting the flow and the water in the pipe will come back against that valve and that that's what creates that water hammer effect. The SMC's pumping algorithms can help slow that flow down and make that transition to a stop state, a very smooth one. It's a little novel to me, but it seems like we've basically put brains in a motor controller. So that's probably why you guys call them the smart motor controllers, huh? Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, in the situation that we we want to try and protect the equipment or we can't allow just full current to flow right away, uh, we would use an SMC. Now, in the situation where we need to reverse a line or reverse a process, both the SMCs and the across-the-line starters, we actually have to essentially duplicate them to be able to go the opposite direction, correct? Correct. Uh, like with an across-the-line starter a contactor set, you need two contactors to do, perform the reversing operation on the three-phase line. With the SMCs, we have to use those reversing contactors upstream of the SMC so that we can get those lines reversed as the SMC standalone cannot reverse the motor. Say we're in a situation where we are going to need to, to reverse our process, but we don't want to have to add any additional components. What, what would the next option be? 
The next step for reversing without additional components would be to go to a variable frequency drive. Variable frequency drives are capable of reversing motors without any additional components. So say we've, we've moved to a VFD, and I guess just to make sure we have an idea of, of what the differences are, uh, with, the, with an SMC, we're essentially limiting the current, or that's what we're modifying to allow this slow ramp. But uh, with a VFD, I mean, it's kind of in the name, right? We're, we're adjusting the frequency of the voltage to the drive. Yes. So while drives can still provide some current limiting features, they also can control over the frequency uh, so that if you need to run a motor at reduced frequency at anything below base speed, uh, a drive is capable of doing that continuously. Just given the way that the SMCs and the drives are built and how they actually function, if we if we try to keep something at zero speed with an SMC, we're basically going to lose all the available torque, right? Because we don't have essentially any power going to it. That's correct. The SMC being a reduced voltage starter not only reduces the voltage to the motor, but also reduces the current. So then we lose torque. There's There can be situations where there's more torque needed for the load than the SMC can supply in a reduced voltage started method. That's where a VFD can become the needed solution because a VFD can apply high torque at, at zero speed, where the SMCs cannot do that due to the current limiting features. So we've walked from kind of the, the most common to the most complex, if you will, but I would like to actually walk back the other way a little bit. So. I'm assuming it wouldn't make sense to just put a drive everywhere or that's what people would do. So is there anything limiting on the drive side or anything from the SMC side that is more beneficial to deploy and we would choose that or an across the line starter over a drive? Yes. As you mentioned, if you need variable speed or full torque at zero speed, you, you have to use a drive. Where the SMCs can become an advantage is if you're only running the motor at base speed and you have a higher horsepower motor, a lot of times the SMCs can be a more cost-effective solution over a drive, especially if you're utilizing one of the SMC products with an integrated bypass, where after the motors are up to speed, the integrated bypass closes and then we are dissipating a lot less power. The other advantage can, can be is that the a lot of drives need harmonic mitigation because of the harmonics produced by the, the operation of the VFD and the SMC products uh, do not need that. So that would be like a line reactor, right? Correct. Okay. Is there anything else between any of them? I, I know you're an SMC guy. Is there anything with the SMCs per se you would like to call out? Uh, yes. Our, our newest premier line, uh, the SMC 50, has linear acceleration and deceleration capabilities uh, without a tachometer. So we can do a linear acceleration or deceleration ramp uh, where without a tachometer, where previous technologies would require additional components of a tachometer on the motor shaft to give that feedback to the SMC. So if we have to sum this up, I would say when you can use just a standard across the line starter, it's going to be your most economic. But obviously, if you need a little bit more control, or your application demands some speed control in terms of how fast you ramp it, or we don't want to allow full inrush current right off the bat, then we can transition to an SMC. 
once we get up to speed, we can use that bypass contactor. You've essentially turned it into an across the line starter. If you need any more control in terms of varying the speed of the application, then you're gonna to have to move to a drive. The only thing with drives is we do have to remember harmonics are an issue and they're probably one of the lesser economic in terms of uh, the power demanded. So that's it for the motor control playbook, A to Z. If you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out at podcast at mc-mc.com or contact your local McNaughton McKay account manager. Uh, Randy, thanks so much for guiding us through this. You're welcome. It was my pleasure being here. Awesome. Have a good one.